the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Little known fact, AK is part Irish. I don't know exactly how much, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of whatever tiny little percentage it is. And you know what? Even those who've known that I'm Irish, ain't nobody ever accused me of, of that making me stupid. We got, uh, we'll share with you why I said that in a moment. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you all out there. And uh, hopefully you remember to wear green. Or do people pinch others anymore like the old school? You know, we used to, we used to get pinched if we didn't wear green to school. When Might we be were a kid. lawsuit. Yeah, I'm looking through a window into a booth over there, and I don't see. I have Irish eyes, Andrea. I don't oh, need the green. That never gotten. That never avoided me a pinch when I was in school. The fact that I do have green eyes never avoided a pinch. Um, and I'm not one to avoid giving a pinch to those who deserve it. And how's that for a segue into tonight's topics? Got uh, much to go through tonight. Uh, from I'm going to spend just a tiny bit on Ukraine. We've got some other things that we've got to get into here. Brian Maloney is going to be back with me from Red Red Wave America. Couldn't think of a better person to bring on the show tonight to talk about the New York Times chewing a pine cone and finally admitting over a year too late that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Brian Maloney will be here to discuss that. We've got the one and the not the two and only. I got to what's the what's the the dynamic duo that is, I'll just put it that way, of the most dynamic duo of ladies known as Diamond and Silk are going to be here a little bit later and I cannot wait to hear what they have to say about Jesse Smollett being released from jail pending his appeal. I can't hear what they have to say. I can't wait to hear what they have to say. But of course, we're going to leave uh, some time open for you guys to hear what you have to say at 888-344-1170. And you already heard his voice just a moment ago, but you recognized it, I'm sure. But he still deserves a formal introduction on this St. Patty's Day and every day. And particularly since Maybe I, I, I'm wondering if he picked his his namesake, if he picked his moniker, because he might be a tad Irish himself. It's DJ Potato Skins. It's St. Patrick's Day. Woo-hoo! Yep, English Irish to the core, and uh, that is exactly why I picked that uh, tasty treat as my DJ name. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well done. Well played. Are you going to be eating some uh, some Irish uh, some Irish taters tonight? Uh, actually probably haven't had a chance to, to, to finish that up. That's actually probably going to be tomorrow. Thai food tonight. All right. Excellent choice. Okay. Um, I actually had some corned beef, uh, for lunch. I did. Oh, making me hungry. All right. So, um, got to take it over to Ukraine. Like I said, I'm not going to spend a huge amount of time on it. There is some shocking, like, you know, um, amazing footage of a Russian tank just being blown up and, and somebody being flown out of it. Uh, if you're interested in kind of uh, checking up to see, it, you know, what war looks like. I'm more interested in the foreign policy and discussions that are happening around 
uh, what's going on over there. Uh, One of the things I found interesting was uh, reportedly Putin was heard telling he had a conversation today with uh, Erdogan over in Turkey. And one of his when asked what it would take for him to end uh, what he's in, in his war, his invasion, his incursion into Ukraine. One of the things that he mentioned was Ukraine um, and Nazism in their country. We talked about this last night. In fact, thank you to one of the listeners of the show who actually I saw posted a picture of the Azov. I think they're called battalion uh, proudly displaying uh, their Nazi swastika and Nazi flag. I found that interesting. Um, What I find scary is that Joe Biden is going to be supposedly having a conversation with Xi from China in which he is going to threaten and tell China, this is tomorrow, Skins, that he that China will face, quote, cost if Beijing rescues fellow, and this is I'm reading from, this is from Newsmax, that if um, China rescues Russia from the sanctions that the Western allies have put forth to him, um, according to this article, Beijing has refused to condemn Moscow. That's not news, Newsmax. Um, but there are fears that China could switch to a full financial and even military support for Russia. I'm not, I have no idea what position of strength Joe Biden supposedly has going into this conversation with Xi. I mean, let's talk about mental strength. I want to play you a clip today that a lot of people are laughing about. And it may make it may make you chuckle at first, but I want you to uh, play the clip. Must be father from about to sin. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, (laughs) Catholic joke. Well, I just want you to know I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. Okay, so you can see the laugh die down there because here it is, St. Patrick's Day, and, you know, he can't stop himself from insulting Irish, uh, you know, people and calling them stupid. But then he's so stupid to go on and actually refer to his wife's grandfather as her father. So, yeah, you so you may be Irish, but, you know, you are stupid and you're not stupid because you're Irish. You've just always been stupid. And this is not just age. Right. Let me remind everybody. We don't have the clip, but let me remind everybody of him talking to a crowd of black people, proudly discussing how black kids would come up and rub the hair on his legs and then they would crawl into his lap. And then he went on to say, I'm I'm comfortable with cockroaches crawling into my lap. This man has always been a racist, a bigot. And a loudmouth jack wagon. But then on top of it, he's always been nothing, but his entire political career has been nothing but corruption, lies, plagiarism. He spent his entire time as vice president flying his kid around the world. We're going to talk about the Hunter laptop story when we come back with, with Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. But this guy not only has no strength from a standpoint of experience, no strength uh, from a standpoint of mental ability and cognitive ability, and no strength in the standpoint of integrity, character, or the, or, or the ability to articulate a message. But this man has no strength from a military standpoint because the entire world saw and the entire world knows both Xi, Putin and the entire and every leader around this world knows that what happened in Afghanistan was intentional, that that was not one of stupidity and that we do not have a position of strength militarily. Everybody in this country knows we have no strength economically, in part because of Joe Biden's in large part, 
if not entirely right now because of Joe Biden's policies. And they certainly know that he's weak going to China because his kid still has business dealings with China. No strength whatsoever. You got no hand, Biden. You got no brain and you got no hand. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K show at ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K spelled K A Y E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. In addition to being a well-known donut connoisseur, I also love all things fried chicken, in particular the spicy kind, and that's why I had to name my buddy Brian Maloney of Red Wave America as my my friend that is the spicy fried chicken. He's my comfort food, and he's also like the smartest guy that I know, and particularly when it well, you you've been around, man, you've been around particularly all things media. So when I saw the New York Times come out today and go, psych, over a year later, yeah, um, that Hunter laptop is real. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, no, that was absolutely unbelievable. And it makes you wonder, you know, all of those uh, national security experts remember that signed that letter uh, Mm -hmm. saying that, you know, that it was disinformation or whatever, a Russian campaign. There wasn't one shred of evidence at the time, (laughs) not one shred. And they all knew it. And as far as I know, not one of them tonight has come out and apologized for this. Uh, and I was looking over the list, and it's a who's who of swamp creatures from the, you know, intelligence and defense communities who they, it was a brazenly partisan maneuver at the time to to stop Trump, and you know because if they could say that laptop was disinformation, everything on it was then suspect. But I mean, there are sick, disgusting things, uh, and I know several copies of that hard drive were made, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, just the other day, before this story broke with New York Times today, the Secret Service had come out and said, oh, gee, there's all these emails missing from this time period of Hunter Biden. And um, I, I think it was Newsmax who reported, oh, that's actually not so. The emails do exist, right? Um, so uh, <laughs> all those uh, supposed intelligence community brain, tr- the intelligence community brain trust who signed that letter are the same 17 from the same 17 agencies that uh, stamped Hillary Clinton when she said that it, that it was Russia that had hacked into the DNC servers. Um, this is just this is just a continuation and just proves that the intelligence community is about not not about stopping terrorist attacks um, from Islamic terrorists or others who want to do America harm. No, our intelligence community, coupled with the FBI and the DOJ, exist today to do nothing but stump to stop Trump and 75 million voters who share his ideology. Am I overstating it? Yeah, no, no. And, and also the, the problem, the main problem they have with Trump is that he is at his core anti-war and that is intolerable to these people. They need endless wars. There's a story tonight saying that there's been an eight year CIA program to train Ukraine troops to provoke the Russian invasion. Um, that's the story I was just reading before, mm. before we started here. So eight years. So everything that's going on right now is to provoke and maintain and, and, you know, escalate a war that, that enriches all of their friends. And that's what we had. The left 
has merged with these warhawk bushy types mm-hmm. and they have this new unholy alliance that is designed to to start World War Three because, you know, it's, it's profitable. Right. You know what? I, true. This is true. Brian, did I mention anything to you about Ukraine before you came on today? Did I tell you my views about what was going on? Uh, no, no, I no. don't think so. But yet, you, you, those of you who've been listening to the show night after night, and and many of you have been giving me emails, going, "How come?" You know, because I have been saying that I that this that not only do I see no reason for the U.S. to militarily engage, but that the Biden administration and the warmongers of this country, it, you know, encourage this. They wanted this to happen. The Biden administration, Biden himself, specifically needed this to happen because if you look at everything that's gone on for the past five years, the use of the intelligence agencies, uh, the FBI and the DOJ, each step of it has really been about covering up their crimes as and then blaming and trying to frame Trump for the for what they've done, whether we're talking about Crossfire Hurricane, Absolutely the Russian true. the Russian collusion yeah. uh, investigation with Robert Mueller, the Ukraine whistleblower um, impeachment. All that was about blatantly covering up the crimes of Joe Biden. The January 6th commission was about covering up the election fraud. And I said said from the beginning, this stinks to me. Joe Biden, he encouraged this day one, didn't he? When he um, ended the Keystone Pipeline, funded Nord Stream 2. He literally said on the uh, the press conference on his 100th, 100th day in office, when asked about Putin, he said, Putin, ha- when he was asked, will Russia invade? Well, he has to. What else is he going to do? They have wanted yeah. this to happen. I just didn't know that this had well, been. they have. They have. And- and have you seen, this is at summit.news, Steve Watson, this was just published tonight, video, Lindsey Graham calls for Putin's assassination for the third time. The third time he is out there screaming and ranting and raving about assassinating Putin. And nobody in the GOP ever steps up and says, Lindsey, shut your mouth, you're going to you know, trigger a nuclear exchange. You know, nobody ever steps up and says, you, you know, you are going to get us all killed. They keep doing it and doing it and doing it. I mean, if you if you connect the dots, put the pieces together, what you see is they want war. They've been training one side for that war and they're doing everything they can to keep this pushing right through. And I've seen people that I know who just spent the last two years screaming about vaccine passports and every every lockdown from COVID, then turn around and be sucked in by all of this war propaganda. And that's caused me to question a few people that I thought were very smart. Well, me too. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you like, see so, it too. It's like, wait a second here. Yeah. Like um, constantly tweeting out and posting pic- pictures all day long about Zelensky and what a hero he is and no recognition right. or acknowledgement for this battalion that is nothing but a bunch of legit Nazis uh, generationally coming out of World War II. And, you know, the idea that it, it and, and, and I think that I got some emails from people last night, like, what are we supposed to do? Let the Ukraine people, you know, suffer. Look, there are people dying across the world all over the place from bad dictators and evil regimes. And, you know, it, we cannot be allow ourselves to be emotionally manipulated into having our sons and daughters be sucked into this war for the profiteer profit, you know, the warmongers who are profiting off of it or for the Democrats to try to to try to force us, the Democrats and the establishment Republicans to try to force us to rally behind Joe Biden as we're going into the midterms. 
Well, and that's just it. This has been the distraction that Joe Biden needed. I'm surprised that people don't see this, but this has been what has finally stabilized his poll numbers. And look at the other players. I don't know if you've been on Twitter at all tonight, Andrea, but there is this video message, tape video message from Arnold Schwarzenegger tonight that was translated into Russian, and it is aimed at the Russian people, uh, telling, telling the Russians, to not listen to their leader, blah, blah, blah. It's a propaganda message aimed at Russians. Uh, we, and Twitter has been promoting the daylights out of it, 633,000 likes so far. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, is that a person you trust? Because not someone I trust. And I'm not, this is not about backing Putin. This is not about anything like that. It's about saying, look at the dirty hands of all the players here, all sides. Yes. I don't trust anybody in this. So, you know, when you start talking like you and I are right now, people say, well, that must mean you're pro-Putin. Yeah. doesn't mean that at all. What it means is I refuse to worship Zelensky just as I refuse to worship Fauci before him because Zelensky is the new Fauci. Exactly. Oh, that's exactly right. Last night I said where we are right now in this. I said last night where we are right now is uh, 14. They're coming to us with 14 days to flatten the curve. That's where we're at here. This is the new COVID. I just didn't make Zelensky the new Fauci. And, you know, uh, Candace Owens, Tucker Carlson and Russell Brand are all being literally people are calling for them to be investigated because they're refusing to tote the narrative. And that should tell everybody that there's a problem here, exactly. that what they're being told when you've got the establishment and never Trumpers partnering with the Democrats that you know are evil, that you know want to transform us into their Marxist utopia, all touting the same talking points, using the same exact tactics that they did from COVID in order to exploit COVID to usher us into their Marxist utopia. Why are you believing anything that they're saying? That should tell you everything. It's shocking. It's shocking that we have to convince some of our own friends of this. I mean, it just shows the power of propaganda. Some of the people I thought that would never get caught up in this have. Right. Exactly. Um, I wish I had more time with you. Because I've got to, I've got to take a break. Because coming up a little bit later, we've got the ladies of Diamond and Silk. Um, I, I mean, if you didn't know before, Brian Maloney's. I'm telling y'all, the smartest guy out there. Follow him; he's all over the socials. And Red Wave America is his organization. Thank you for being here, my dear. Thank you. All right, come on back. Stay tuned. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, yeah, they don't want you to be... As focused, I mean, a lot of conservatives are saying, look, COVID is gone. They're not talking about it. It's not going away at all. Fauci today has said, you know, there's some supposed, some new strain that started up somewhere and we just might have to go back. You know, all man, all uh, restrictions will be back on the table, right? Um, and there's so many Americans that still at this point that, that listen to this clown and actually believe him. And, you know, um, and they will continue in spite of how many lies that he's told. And we have and we have have an administration that literally lies to your face all day long. Now, um, K. 
what's her name? McElhaney. I can't remember um, the last spokesperson that Trump had. She was blonde. Before her, it was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, they were accused of lying because, you know, people didn't like their spin. But there was never one flat out lie that anybody could could accuse them of. I want you to hear this clip from Jen Psaki today regarding covid and, and 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 it should make your jaw hit the floor. If the president, 79 years old, president of the United States, were to get COVID, might be more serious than, uh, you know, somebody in their 20s. Well, we, we don't know that. Right. Um, but we also know that COVID impacts people of all ages and uh, and a range of, but when we take what we do here, Jen, is not, not exactly as you said, so I wouldn't agree with your description there. I would say we do take extra precautions. Um, flat out lie. This makes me so angry. The CDC's own website talks about how seniors are the highest, uh, highest at, risk at the at the highest risk, and 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 have been. I don't remember the actual stat at this point, but the the far uh, there's been a total. And this is you know that they it was Enron math, right? We all know that they puffed up the numbers. Um, even if you accept the numbers that they gave of children, only around five hundred. And we have 330 million Americans in this country. 500 kids supposedly died of COVID. Yet 600,000, and this is if you're, if you're going with the government's numbers, over 600,000, over 80 per, died of adults. 600,000 died, only 500 children. And yet she's got the gall to stand in front of the American people and say that it's not true that older people have a higher risk of getting it and dying at the children. I mean, it's just it, the level of lying is insane. But hey, they, whatever fits the narrative. Well, but 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 you know what? When lying works, when you've got a constituency that believes whatever you say, in spite of the fact that it's obvious it's a lie, they'll continue to do it. They're going to continue to do it. Why not? It works. I mean, I everybody's criticizing them for hiring these TikTok influencers. Right. To, you know, um, to, you know, uh, help them push out the lies about about gases. But you know what? That's their constituents. Right. I want to shift gears real quick to the SCOTUS nominee coming up a little bit. We've got uh, the ladies Diamond and Silk that will be here and I'm going to get their take and see if they've got anything to say about not just Jesse Smollett, but also the SCOTUS nominee. Uh, Jackson Brown. Um, but Josh Hawley was doing some research on her today and what she has done in her past and her rulings regarding child predators is, is absolutely shocking. She has a pattern of letting child porn offenders off the hook for their appalling crimes. According to Josh Hawley, she's been advocating for it since law school. Um, she has questioned, she, uh, questioned making convicted sex, uh, convicts register as sex offenders because she was concerned about them being stigmatized and ostracized. We know that this protects people when they are, are aware that they've got child predators and sex offenders in their neighborhood. Don't you think you have a right to know if a child rapist is moved in next door to you? Um, she has advocated, um, 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 she, uh, when it comes to the possession of child porn, she asked if we shouldn't be more lenient on those. You know, some of those are, um, aren't necessarily attracted to children. She goes on to describe some of those who just collect child porn, you know, either the collection or the people who are loners and find status in their participation in the community. If you're ever feeling lonely, you go and download child porn. Is that what she's trying to say there? 
She's trying to justify people as though they're collectors, as though it's art. This is absolutely disgusting. Um, she said that um, she mistakenly assumed that child pornography offenders are pedophiles. She wanted to understand this category of non-pedophiles. Um, uh, in terms of how she ruled on the bench, uh, in um, United States versus Stewart, the criminal uh, possessed thousands of images of child porn and also hoped to travel across state lines to abuse a nine-year-old girl. The guidelines call for a sentence of 97 to 121 months. She sentenced to 57, the minimum. In United States versus Cooper, in which the criminal had more than 600 images and videos and posted many on a public blog, the guidelines called for a sentence of 151 to 188 months. She settled on 60 months, the lowest possible sentence allowed. We cannot have somebody who argues on behalf of child predators, pedophiles, child sexual assaulters, those who are unrehabilitatable to be given this kind of a light sentence. This isn't even getting into her history of her racism, her racism and her support for CRT and the 1619 Project. She is a menace to society. We have enough of a crime wave as it is going on in this country, and we're going to put somebody on the Supreme Court who's light on child predators? She's a creep. I don't care who she is. I don't care what her skin color is. It's disgusting. I got to take a break. Calm down. Then I'm going to go to the ladies. They always make me laugh, right? So I'm looking forward to... uh, bringing them in so stay tuned coming up we got the ladies known as diamond and silk they're going to be weighing in on jesse smollett and him being released from jail stay tuned the andrea k show strictly adhering to and preserving our first amendment follow andrea on ourfreenation.org just search andrea k spelled k-a-y-e you're listening to somebody who tells it like it is Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know who else tells it like it is? The ladies of Diamond and Silk, and they will be here shortly on the show. Yeah, before the break, you know, I had read that story uh, at Josh Hawley's tweets, actually, and his delving deep into uh, this SCOTUS nominee's, uh, her legal track record of what she had done with these pedophiles. And this is, you know, when it's when it's case after case after case, when she is quoted with saying insane stuff, like, you know, uh, like maybe there's a difference between those that uh, have child pornography who, you know, um, versus who, who have it because they're perverts, pedophiles versus those that are just collectors. As though there is, there is, by the way, lady, do do we need to remind you that there is a law against child pornography, even under the guise of being an art collector? Okay, do, maybe she missed law the day they taught law in law school. I, I don't know. But it, it, this is just, it, what is it about, de- somebody said on Facebook, on the Facebook live stream, the Democrats, you know, are always defending pedophiles. And yeah, they absolutely are. And if you look at and if you look at what uh, these stories that Bob Walters and I do on Friday nights, you know, it's clear that the movement in this country is about sexualizing children in the schools. That's what, you know, in in Florida, the uh, people are hysterical that they've got a law that gives parents control and and they're upset that they're not that teachers aren't going to be allowed to talk to a five year old about sex. If you're upset about that, you're a perv. 
Why are you wanting to talk to five-year-olds about sex? But, you know, that's where Democrats are these days, and it's insane. Um, so let's get on to a better topic, shall we? Because I have the most amazing ladies, the most dynamic duo out there in politics, and they are still Donald Trump's number one supporters. Of course, y'all know I'm talking about Diamond and Silk. Hey, ladies. Hey. <laughs> glad, glad to have you gals with me. Um, before we talk about this, Jesse Smollett, I, w- I was uh, on the last segment. I was talking about this Supreme Court pick that mm-hmm. Biden chose, uh, this Katanji Brown Jackson. And Josh Hawley and others are looking into her background. And in addition to being somebody who's soft on, on criminals and pedophiles, um, she's Miss uh, CRT, isn't she? I don't know if she's Miss CRT, but I have found out that she was doing some stuff for old uh, crooked Hillary, <gasps> allegedly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not okay. know. And, and, and let me just say this here. You know, I think that a black woman do need to be on the Supreme Court. I really do. But I think it needs to be a black woman that has common sense, have love for the Constitution, <laughs> that respect mm-hmm. and follow the Constitution, that loves our country, that type of woman. So I think it's time for a black woman, but I don't think it's time for this black woman. Well, I think that's absolutely right. You know, I think and, 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 and what it really comes down to is merit in terms of are you the right person for the job? Because the, mm-hmm. a Supreme Court justice is supposed to be about upholding the Constitution and making sure that our lower courts um, right. all across the country are doing it right and applying the Constitution, not become um, dictators or legislators in black robes. Right. right. But that's what the that's left right. wants. That's what the left wants to do. And that's why they hate Clarence Thomas and what I'm really scared about with this woman is she's not about the U.S. Constitution. She's right. she's 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 loving up on that guy who was on the View or somewhere saying that the Constitution was trash. Do you see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And another thing, hey, you got to just look at this here. They're not going to uphold the Constitution. They're going to uphold their friends' crimes. Mm-hmm. So you That's right. Her background. Uh, she she did something for Hillary Clinton. Uh, I don't have the article right in front of me. And when I saw that. I already know what we were dealing with. Like, uh-uh. That's no, right. No, 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 no. And, and a, person shouldn't be, a person shouldn't be chosen based off of affirmative action as well. Uh, they should be based, uh, should be based off of their resume uh, and them uh, following, of course, the Constitution. And for the, the black guy that was talking about the Constitution uh, being trash, I call him a Don King reject. That's <laughs> who he is. He wants the Constitution to be woke. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's about that wokeness. We are about that fairness. We right. are about that truthfulness. You know, when it comes down to the Constitution, it's time for us to start following it, and it's time for them to read it. Absolutely. And speaking of fairness, y'all think it was fair that Jesse Smollett was let out? Girl, let me oh. tell you something. No. no. But, 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 but he won't. You know what? He, he, these people think... These left-leaning liberals think that this man have the black community behind him, and they're not. They know he lied. He won't mm-hmm. come clean about the lie. They let him out. He's playing with the court system. You know, I don't know if anybody knows this, but we had a black veteran that was locked up for a whole year tied to January 6th, all because of something he put on social media and lost his whole livelihood. Mm-hmm. He was That's right. not given due process. Jesse has been d- given due process. He has been found guilty uh, uh, from a jury of his peers, okay? And he still want to play the system. I predict that he's going to go again on appeal mm-hmm. and they're going to have mm-hmm. a new trial. And when they have this new trial, they're going to throw the book at him for being an arrogant, narcissistic liar. 
Yeah, I, I I hope your predictions come true because what we what uh, many people responded, including the black community, when they saw that judge. Um, you know, um, give him a tongue lashing for the way that he had victimized Chicago, the way that he had victimized mm-hmm. true hate crime victims. What the judge didn't talk about was the way that he had victimized MAGA and Trump. And because mm-hmm. MAGA country includes black Americans like you two patriots, right. um, we, you know, we thought, okay, finally there's going to be some justice. This guy has gone on for years, um, getting the help of uh, people like Michelle Obama. And now maybe we're going to have some justice here only to see him released after a few days and of course i don't know if y'all heard that he supposedly was only drinking water for a few days right he was he wasn't even he he wasn't even eating i guess he was on some kind of food protest or something well i don't care about him being on no food protest. he couldn't send out for a six inch or a 12 inch no he couldn't send out for (laughs) no sub silk Uh he couldn't send out for no sub in jail but you know what (laughs) what i care about is truth and I think that had he threw himself at the mercy of the court, he wouldn't have even got that. But he's so arrogant yes. that he can't mm-hmm. do, what, 75 days in jail and get this behind him? I predict that when they go back to court, that the jury find him guilty again. That's They're right. going to throw the book. Because you're playing with the system. You're playing with the courts. They've given you your due process. And you're still playing games. Yeah. Well, not only that, he's an actor. Well, right. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, if we're going to have hate crimes legislation on the books to where you're going to you're going to suffer a harsher fate if you um, are found to have committed a crime against somebody for their skin color. Then I think when mm-hmm. you commit a, when you do a hoax of a hate crime mm-hmm. that this to me was a hate crime by him against yeah. against yeah. Trump and Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. And I think he should have been charged with a hate crime and then to be going away facing years. So, you know, I'd like to see that pass. Your thoughts? Yeah, I I think that it's going to happen. And you said a hate crime, a hate crime. Yeah, he should be held accountable for a hate crime because had that been a white man, a white man would have been held for a hate crime. Understand that. I also think that he owes MAGA supporters, people like us, he owes everybody an apology. But he's not Mm going to do it. He's arrogant. And shame on the Taraji P. Henson's, the Samuel L. Jackson's that stand up for this. It makes me question their integrity. It makes me question who they really are. Are they liars? Or do they they create hoax? And I also think all of this was political. This was not to jumpstart his career. Remember, Mm -hmm. back during that time, Kamala Harris, and it was, I believe, Cory Booker was proposing an anti-lynching law bill, I believe, when all of this broke out. I just wish people would just use their head just a little bit. Keep in mind, he's an actor. Yeah. Keep in mind that he's an actor. And, and, you know, right now I look at him still thinking that he's in the script. He's still yeah. staging the script right now. And, and see, with him being found guilty of staging his own butt whooping, he should have been <laughs> glad of the person being locked that whooped him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. But the deal is, you know, is this here white privilege? Black privilege or liberal privilege? I mean, you know, take your pick. Right. Well, and my thing is, looking at him, don't drop the soap and don't take a knee. You'll be okay. <laughs> That's right. So, so look, you'll be okay. I got to shift. You're going to have to pay for this. That's right. Now, I got to shift gears real quick while I have y'all before I let you go, because I know you got your own show you got to be prepping for here. Um, what do you mm-hmm. think about Trump? making it official that in 2024, if he runs, it ain't going to be Mike Pence on the VP on the VP ticket. Oh, I'm so happy for him. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Trump. That's right. Let me tell you something. Mike Pence sold out this country. He Mm -hmm. sold out the American people. 
He got up and he told us what he was going to do. He yeah. told us what he was going to do. He reneged on that all because of these globalists and these deep state snakes. And then you got to see him complain online. Don't complain, Mike Pence. You the one handed our country over to these radicals. You the one did that. So I'm happy that President Trump would not be picking him as vice president. Well, not only that, but he did, he not even right before um, he you know refused to do what was right on behalf of this country and he handed us over to the Biden administration. And by the way, Russia would not be in Ukraine. Right Right now, well, we wouldn't be paying seven dollars at the gas pump right now if Trump was still in office. So this is as much on Mike Pence right now as anybody. But he was still he's still in December after the election was stolen from Trump. Uh, Pence is sitting there having these having these meetings and press conferences with Fauci. And we already had known Fauci had been lying for months. So how much? much, So question it. How much did Pence know? Was Pence Mm -hmm. going along with it? Listen. He is not for the American people. He's for his own greed. How many pieces of silver did you get to sell out the American people and to sell out the United States of America? I think that he was I think that he was told by the establishment, the never Trumpers of the Republican Party. Hey, look, you you know, you work with us and we'll make sure you're on. You're at the top of the ticket in 2024. That's what I believe. Be at the top of the ticket in 2024, but ain't nobody going to vote for that. You tell us how <laughs> one, you will do it again. Are okay. we going to see y'all out on the on the campaign trail at future rallies if Trump makes it official? Wait a minute. You, you never know where you may see Diamond and Silk, but just know that we support President Trump. We're behind him 100%. And if he run in 2024, we're looking for him to win. Well, where all can everybody see Diamond and Silk? Oh, listen, we're going to be on Frank's speech tonight. Y'all go to frankspeech.com, our show, Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. All right. Now, that's coming up at 7 p.m. Pacific time, right? Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, that's right. Coming up. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being here. You remain fan favorites, and I just love you so much, and thank you for all you do for freedom. Oh, thank you for having us. Have thank a good night, ladies. Are they amazing? All right. Now, in the time we got left, I got a story that I know that my man Skins has wanted to weigh in on. And those who know me well know that I don't watch any of these superhero movies, even though, disclaimer, I got family that work on some of these. Um, There was an announcement, Skins, that Ms. Marvel includes uh, the MCU's Muslim teen. Now, I don't know what MCU is, but I'm sure you That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you hear how he spit spit that right out there? Okay, so you told me the other day when I saw this story that you had some thoughts on this. Do share. Well, you, you know, it, technically it is comic accurate because uh, the Pakistani comic character um, is back from 2014. But this is the fourth iteration of Miss Marvel. They could have chosen any of the particular versions of Miss Marvel. You think they would have maybe started with the first one because that's kind of how you tend to do things chronologically. Mm-hmm. But this just tends to fit that narrative where we're trying to embrace things that are in the Muslim faith. And so the one when they started to go woke back in, you know, 2014, that's the one they're bringing to the big screen. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'll i be curious to know what version of um, Muslim that this character is going to have. I mean, are they going to have her in uh, a burqa? Are they going to have her what level of covering right are they going to have her in a chador you know how are they going to do this one of those burkinis that they wear at the beach you know that look i am not um you know before anybody calls me an islamophobe um look it wasn't it wasn't a bunch of swedes that took down the twin towers right um you know this and and i agree with what um brigitte gabriel 
said, which is when she was asked one time at a panel, you know, what about the moderate Muslims? She said the moderate Muslims don't matter because they're not doing they're not they're not a factor. They're irrelevant. They're not doing anything to stop Islamic terror. And, you know, I I think it was Rush Limbaugh who said from the time that the Twin Towers came down, the United States of America has been apologizing to the Muslim community ever since. And, you know, that the normalizing, putting uh, a girl in a burkini in Sports Illustrated is just insane. Now, so, again, it'll be interesting to see how woke the movie actually goes or the series actually goes. Uh, again, it is comic accurate, but we'll see if they, you know, try to get politically correct with it. Well, I mean, what does it mean to be comic accurate? I don't even know what you mean. Straight from that. the comics and whatever you bring to the big screen is something that's actually been translated from the actual pages. Okay, so then, so the Marvel... And, and again, this version of the character is fairly new because the the, the Miss Marvel goes back a lot further, but this is the newest iteration. So now there's reports that it's looking like this biological male who's swimming and competing in uh, Leah Thomas is set to make, you know, uh, more records. I think that uh, his win I think in the last meet was over three seconds ahead of the the next uh, person behind him. I'm almost at the point, I'm agreeing with some others that are saying, why in the world are any of these girls getting up on the blocks and jumping into the water and competing with him at this point? Why? You're aiding and abetting at this point. I think that it, that it, in any school district to where he is allowed to compete, the girls should say no. No, because they're going to lose and he's just going to rack up more wins and get what he wants. Why are you handing over the keys to the, uh, you know, to the liquor cabinet, to the drunk? They don't race. There's no competition. They don't race. They'll have to figure something out. I would cut the blood supply off to the tumor. There's no excuse for this man to be competing against girls. I saw one time when um, I can't remember his name, the most decorated swimmer, Michael. um, I can't remember his last name. Um, I saw this whole study that they did about one of the reasons why he was such a winner. And yeah, it ha- a lot of it had to do with, with his abilities, but a lot of it had to do with his frame, his shoulders, the length of his arms, the size of his hands. There's a specific body type of a male that sets them up to, you know, have an advantage physiologically, even against other men. And this dude has it in spades. This dude is a narcissist. I don't care whether or not he's calling himself a girl. He could be competing against men, but he can't win against the boys. So he's winning against the girls. And you girls at this point and your parents are enabling him. Now you're the problem. You think I'm being mean about it? You're not solving the problem by competing. See you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.